The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Hill knows that when we eat well, we live well. When we live well, we have rich, vibrant lives. By focusing our eating on properly prepared, nutrient-dense whole foods, Kelly Hill teaches us how easy eating well and living well can be. Now here's your host, Kelly Hill. Welcome to Eat Well to Live Well with me, your host, Kelly Hill. Last week, we heard about healthy oils from one of the leading experts, Dr. Udo Erasmus. We discussed how some fats have a very necessary place in your meal plan, but that all fats are not created equal. We have to be able to know the difference between good fats and bad fats, not only on labels, but in our own kitchens. And we need to know how to avoid the bad fats and how to use the good fats in a way that will bring us better health. So I've invited another fountain of fat knowledge to join us today. Caroline Berenger, founder and co-CEO, director of Immune Attrition. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on that. It is a tough one. Immune Attrition. Caroline's also a master certified healing food specialist, certified GAPS practitioner, nutritional therapy practitioner, published health author, international health lecturer, and food rights activist. Her own health challenges led her to many years of study and research related to the direct connection between diet and the strength of the immune system, a connection which the world of modern medicine doesn't often consider as a major factor contributing to our diseases. For the past three years, Caroline has worked closely with Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride, author and creator of the GAPS diet, which just so I'm, I'm not using jargon people don't know, that's the gut and physiology syndrome diet. Uh, Caroline's mission is to change the way the world eats through nutrition education, performance, and publication to help empower individuals to make responsible and healthful food choices for restoring and maintaining a higher quality of life. And boy, does she have a platform here on Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. You can find out more about Caroline at immunitrition.com. I'm going to spell that out for you. I-M-M-U-N-I-T-R-I-T-I-O-N. Thank you so much for joining us today, Caroline. Thanks. I'm looking forward to speaking about fats. I'm very passionate about it, Kelly. Fabulous. So I'm told that sometimes this show gets a little sciencey, if that's a word, uh, with the bio- <laughs> biochemistry in the body. And um, But I'm also told that people really enjoy knowing these more foundational pieces. So as long as I don't make them feel like they're back in school, I guess. So with that in mind, could you give us a basic overview of the types of fat? Okay, well, first I want to say, you know, we all know how our VCRs and our DVRs and our cell phones and all these gadgets and gadgets that we have, how they run. 
And, and maybe a little science is, is a good thing because we, if we know how our bodies work, we will make better decisions. And better decisions around things like the macronutrients, water, fats, proteins, and carbohydrates, particularly fats, uh, I think if we choose fats that are naturally occurring. So a basic overview, can you just expand upon that? Do you want me to name fats? Sure. Or? Let's, let's talk about, so because, you know, uh, you and I know, and I'm sure people have heard about the different fats, uh, but it, it is a little bit confusing when we talk about saturated fats, polyunsaturated. Can you give us kind of a, a, a little bit of an overview there? Sure. Okay, let's start with our polyunsaturated fats because I think those are right now, unfortunately, in the standard American diet, the SAD diet, mm-hmm. uh, we're eating more polyunsaturated fats. And these are fats that are coming from seeds and nuts and grains. So let's talk about those, uh, like canola oil and corn oil and avocado oil and macadamia nut oil, olive oil, peanut oil, sesame oil, and a lot of, of, of other ones as well, like evening primrose, grape seed, hemp seed, pine nut, pumpkin, rice bran, safflower, sunflower. These are all the polyunsaturated fatty acids. And what we mean by polyunsaturated is that if you stick your arm straight out to the side, you know, just right even with your shoulder, and that would be a fat molecule and it's in a straight line. That would be a saturated fat. But if you bend your wrist down, so your fingertips are pointing to the floor, that would be a monounsaturated fat. It has one kink in that straight line. But if you take and bend your elbow and your fingertips touch your waist, so you have these two bends, one at the wrist and one at the elbow, now you have the true shape of a polyunsaturated fatty acid. They're very free-flowing. They have lots of space in between the molecules. There's lots of oxidation going on and uh, potential rancidity. So they're very delicate oils and fats, polyunsaturated are. So what we want to do is we want to limit those in our diet because we don't need a lot of them. But if we're eating a standard American diet, we are eating too many of them. And they are usually rancid when we do consume them. So those nut and seed oils, those polyunsaturated fats that we eat, uh, they are the ones best for eating raw and uncooked and making sure you source them appropriately. So those are the two kinks in the molecule. Then we have the one kink in the molecule, which is our monounsaturated fats, like the avocado oil I mentioned, because some of them have, remember, fats are all mixtures of poly, mono, and saturates. They're all one profile with all three of those fats in there, but it's the most predominant kind of fatty acid. So if there's mostly polyunsaturated, it's classified as a polyunsaturated. If it's mostly monounsaturated, it'll be classified as such and so on. So the monounsaturated fats are more stable because they can step together more 
easily. There's only one kink in that molecule. And they can stack together, and that's why you'll notice, that, for example, olive oil is the perfect monounsaturated fat that everybody knows and loves. So monounsaturated olive oil does have some polyunsaturated and saturated fats in its profile, but it's predominantly monounsaturated fat. So that's why it's in that classification. These uh, fats, monounsaturated fats, are more stable. They'll be liquid at room temperature, but they'll be solid in the refrigerator. So, again, the avocado oil, butter, uh, macadamia nut oil, olive oil, peanut oil, sesame oil, they also can be classified sometimes as polyunsaturates, unfortunately, but they are mostly monounsaturated fats. And then you've got your saturated fats. And that's that when I told you to take your arm and put it right out, you know, straight out to the side of you, that is a one, there's no kinks in a saturated fat molecule. They stack very tightly, no air in between them, unlike their polyunsaturated cousins. And the, and the monounsaturates stack pretty well, as, as, as like saturates do. But un, the saturated fats are unfairly demonized and, and sort of taboo to have in your diet, which is the exact opposite, and we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about that, Kelly. But saturated fats, unlike polyunsaturated fats, are safer for cooking and mono and, and at higher heats, where mono fats are safer for medium heat. And then polyunsaturated fats, we do not want to really consume those when they've been heated at all, just raw and natural and in smaller amounts. But then there's some fats that you never ever want to consume. So polyunsaturates in moderation, your 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 monounsaturates and your and your uh, and your saturated, excuse me, fats, the mono and, and saturated are most of what we want to consume most of the time. But the ones that we don't even ever want to touch are things that have been uh, usually genetically modified, uh, highly pesticide sprayed crops, and also, um, they're used when they're extract, extracted from the seed or the nut or the grain that they are very to- using toxic chemicals. So those chemicals remain in the fat and go into our bodies when we eat them. These unsaved fats are canola oil, rapeseed oil, which is really the same thing, but they can be called either or, corn oil, highly genetically modified, cottonseed oil, Soybean or vegetable oil, same thing. Most people don't realize that vegetable oil is usually nine times out of ten soybean oil. Vegetable shortening and any fat or oil that is partially hydrogenated. You do not want that's a, 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 a nasty process that that fat goes through. And unfortunately, it, most hydrogenated fats are polyunsaturated fats, the ones that we want to consume a moderate to meat and small amount of, but they're acting and, you know, they're acting as saturated fats because they're chemically altered and they're not supposed to be solid like shortening at room temperature. Vegetable oil or vegetable shortening that has been hydrogenated now looks like thick saturated fat at room temperature. It is supposed to be fully liquid. So those are the ones that we want to avoid. But that monos, the polys, and the saturates are things that we want to have a, a good variety of in our diet. And we can go through more of what each of those are, I'm sure, later. Oh, sure. Absolutely. We have plenty of time, luckily. That's the nice piece. So um, I want to kind of sidetrack just a second here because 
you're talking about all these in the oil form. Is there a difference if we're eating the foods themselves versus the the processed oil? So something like, say, um, you said nuts with the polyunsaturated. So if I want to just eat my almonds versus almond oil, it does that make a difference? Oh well, it, no, not really. It's just it's just. Um sort of a reductionist uh, form of, you know, we're reducing or, or pulling out the oil from the food. But if you eat it in the food form, you're getting it in it with a lot of other synergistic nutrients that are in almonds, let's say almond oil in the almonds, like you mentioned. So, so it's a whole food. And you can get fats from your food, absolutely, and oils from your food. That's a good way to get your fats. Avocados are a great way. Um, we can even talk about animal fats later on. And coconut itself has a good amount of fat. And um, what else could we think about? Even even uh, goji berries, certain berries have fatty acid profiles to them. So uh, we can get lots of fats from our food without having to use the actual fat substance or oil substance. Okay, good. I want to make sure that that we covered that piece too. So um, we've been discussing types of fats with Carolyn Berenger of Immutrition. You can get more information at immutrition.com. And I want to make sure and spell that out for you. I-M-M-U-N-I-T-R-I-T-I-O-N.com. Don't forget also to enter to win this month's exciting giveaway. It's a four-pack case of Wax Orchard's chocolate sauce and a signed copy of the Right Plan two-week fat loss program, which uses that great chocolate sauce, which is only fruit-sweetened, to provide delicious and nutritious desserts. The Right Plan two-week fat loss program uses plenty of good, healthy fats in an easy-to-follow two-week plan, including menus and recipes for breakfast, lunch, dinner, two snacks, and dessert every day. The winner will see both of these, so visit my website, therightnutritionplan.com, and look for the giveaway link on the right-hand side. Of course, feel free to connect with me on Twitter or Facebook at The Right Plan, or email me at eatwelltolivewell at The Right Plan. Don't forget that you can catch this show at your convenience by downloading the free MP3 from iTunes or listening on my website, therightnutritionplan.com, where you can also become a member and receive similar nutrition coaching through weekly cooking videos, recipes, articles, forums, as well as Q&A support. We'll be right back to continue this discussion about fats with Caroline Berenger. You're listening to Eat Well to Live Well with me, your host, Kelly Hill. Here is your opportunity to create a vibrant new you. Join international radio talk show host Kelly Hill and women's natural health coach Michelle Greenman at the Vibrant New You Retreat. This retreat will empower you to make the changes you've been searching for and help lay in the foundation for living the life you want to live, the vibrant you. Located at the beautiful Ashland Springs Resort in Ashland, Oregon, this retreat will help you create a vibrant life by first constructing your perfect plan and setting your vision and creating accountability for yourself. Kelly and Michelle will help you conquer negative self-talk, find positive motivation, and teach you how to create more vibrancy in your life. The Lithia Ashland Springs Resort offers its guests free breakfast each morning, natural mineral waters with soaking tubs, and so much more. For more information about the Vibrant New You Retreat, visit therightnutritionplan.com slash retreat. This wonderful opportunity is only offered to a limited number of people. So visit therightnutritionplan.com slash retreat to reserve your seat today. 
Not only can you learn about new and fascinating nutritional products at therightnutritionplan.com, but you can win them too. Every month, The Right Plan features a nutritional or innovative product, like the ECO Lunchbox, pumpkin seed butter and pumpkin protein powder, fudge sauce from Wax Orchards, Zorba's handcrafted raw chocolates, coconut oil, and so much more. And every month, one lucky visitor will win the product to try themselves. It's easy to enter. Just visit therightnutritionplan.com slash giveaway. After you've entered the giveaway, check out some of Kelly's delicious recipes that not only will please your taste buds, but your waistline and health as well. At therightnutritionplan.com, you'll learn more about all the wonderful nutritious options that are available to you and your family. Remember, everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose in the right plan. Rightnutritionplan.com slash giveaway. You're listening to Eat Well to Live Well with your host, Kelly Hill. If you have a question for Kelly, you can email her at eatwelltolivewell at therightnutritionplan.com. Now let's get back to Kelly Hill. Welcome back as we continue to eat well, to live well. I'm your host, Kelly Hill. Today, we've been talking about the basics of fats with Carolyn Berenger. You can find more information on her website, mnutrition.com, where you can find articles, videos, education classes, personal services, and a variety of resources. So I want to go back to um, something that I think is a little bit confusing to people, and you mentioned it, that really all fats are a combination of these fats, that, that we're, not, we're not truthfully absorbing only one type of fat at any one piece. Right. Let's, let's for example, let's take um, a lot of people are using grapeseed oils, Right now, it's, it seems to be a, a big, uh, exciting fat to cook with, which is really wrong, and we'll talk about that in a minute, because we don't want to cook at all or provide or put any heat, oxygen, or light to any polyunsaturated fat, even a healthy one. It's a, it should be always refrigerated in an opaque container and uh, completely raw and natural and extracted without chemicals, cold-pressed, they call it, cold-pressed. But let's take grapeseed oil, for example. It has 71% polyunsaturated fat profile. It's got 17% monounsaturated fatty acid profile and 12% saturated. So 71 poly, 17 mono, and 12 saturated. Well, again, you're going to get a little saturated fat because it has some. You're going to get some monounsaturated fat because it has some. But it's classified as a polyunsaturated fatty acid because of its 71% dominant polyunsaturated profile. So when we look at labels of fats, you want to see, um, you know, a nice, a nice balance between the fatty acids, but the predominant one, you'll know by looking at the predominant fatty acid that, oh, this isn't a, a mono, this is a poly, this is a saturated fat. Well, let's talk about the one that, that really is in the news a lot, that's trans fats. Um, yes. what, explain to us why these are really so dangerous. Okay, well, that's such a, a great question. First of all, what is a trans fat? We have to know what it is so we know that it's dangerous to us. It is a fat that has been chemically altered. Now, I say a fat, meaning usually at some kind of vegetable oil. They start with a soybean oil or a corn oil. They will put it through 
a chemical process, and it's too long to mention here. You can go online and you can look at the process. It's pretty scary. There's a bunch of solvents and chemicals and um, heavy metal catalysts like nickel that are put in the fat. It's spun around in a centrifuge, and it, uh, it's um, deodorized and steamed and completely rancid by the time it becomes something like shortening or a trans fat. So in its natural form, a fatty acid is in the cis form, C-I-S, okay? But when you add that nickel catalyst and you add the, the pressure and you add the heat and the solvents and you take these fats that are naturally liquid at room temperature, then you make them into a substance that is solid at room temperature and it acts as a saturated fat but it's not a saturated fat. So your body, when you eat a, a hydrogenated or um, uh, processed fat like this, uh, the trans fats, we call them, your body absorbs them and your body says, hmm, I don't really know what to do with this. What kind of fat is this? And it will use fats to build your cell membranes and make your hormones, and it'll use these trans fats. But the problem is, is that these fats really can't act appropriately in the body. So you have cell membranes that are having missing communication pieces, you have hormones that are not fully formed, and you have a lot of inflammation in the body, and that mobilizes cholesterol to repair that inflammation. And then you have some, uh, in your arteries and veins, some building up plaque and, and cholesterol, and that can lead to heart disease. It's just a, a, a really a serious irritation is what heart disease is and vascular disease. And cholesterol comes in to heal and patch that up, but it keeps needing to heal and patch up. So that's why it's so dangerous because it falsely um, builds cell membranes in the body. Uh, trans fats don't satisfy you like real fats do, make it the, the satiety factor to satiate us. It doesn't help the body in any way, shape, or form. And we end up with a fatty acid deficiency, a healthy fatty acid deficiency. And when we have fatty acid deficiencies, there are a whole host of things that go wrong in the body, including chronic inflammation, which is a precursor to mostly every disease that we know of right now. My goodness. If you're just joining us today on Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill, we're discussing good and bad fats with Carolyn Berenger from Immutrition. If you missed any part of this show, download the free MP3 from iTunes or listen on my website, therightnutritionplan.com. Visit immutrition.com for more information or culturednutrition.com to pick up some great products, including healthy oils. So definitely trans fats are ones we want to avoid, which other fats should we, we pretty much always avoid? Well, I think any fat that uh, should not hit heat that's been heat uh, extracted. So those polyunsaturated fats that are in our store, they're in all these clear containers. The light is pouring in. The light should not hit a polyunsaturated fat. It, it actually makes it go rancid. Oxygen is another thing. Heat. So I think we should avoid cooking with polyunsaturated fats. Um, I don't see that we should avoid them altogether. There are healthy versions out there. Flaxseed oil is one of them. And uh, I also love uh, uh, pine nut or pumpkin seed oil. They're great. But we should limit those. 
But trans fats definitely fully avoid. Canola oil is not a healthy oil. It is not something that, and cottonseed oil is not a food either. Why are we eating cottonseed oil? Do we eat cotton? Uh, High pesticide crop as well. So I would just avoid altogether the hydrogenated fats, the vegetable shortenings, soybean or vegetable oil, cottonseed, corn, canola or rapeseed, and limit the healthy versions of those polyunsaturated fats and never heat them or cook with them. Perfect. Um, I started this segment by stating that some fats have basically a necessary place in our meal plan. What are some of the important roles of these good healthy fats? Okay, so any one of those classifications, monopoly or um, saturated fats, we have tons of roles of fats in the body. And, and that's what you asked me, correct? The roles of yes. fats? Yes. Okay. Um, all right. Well, first of all, one, one big misconception people have here is that fat makes fat, and we know it does not. It's the carbohydrates that turn to triglycerides and adipose or fat tissue. So fats actually can lean you out. They provide a long-burning source of energy. Your fats are the logs and the, and the bright burning orange embers on your fire, your metabolism. And um, so if we, if we take analogy and, and look at your metabolism and say, okay, uh, we've got the logs on the fire, the, our long burning energy that our fats in our diets give us, and then the carbohydrates are the kindling that started the fire, but they poof, were gone, and we had to add more. So fats provide a long burning source of energy. And they make up all of our cell membranes in our body. So every cell has a fatty acid bilayer, and there's a combination of fats, but it's mostly monounsaturated and saturated fats that make up our cell membranes. They help our liver function. We can't build good bile that the liver makes and uh, the stores in the gallbladder so we can digest fats properly so we can make healthy bile. So it, it helps with liver function. It helps us utilize and absorb fat-soluble vitamins, vitamin A, D, E, and K. Uh, fats also help us use the proteins that we eat in our diets more adequately. It protects and cushions our organs in our body. And it also helps to slow the absorption of sugar. So if we do eat a sugary dessert, but it's fat-free, that's a blood sugar nightmare. Fat Mm. buffers how quickly glucose or blood sugar or sugar enters the system. So we want to make sure for steady energy that we have the fats, like some nuts with our apples, or if we have, uh, you know, something sweet that it's a full-fat yogurt or dessert or something like that. It regulates how fast that moves into your system. And then also, I think something that people don't connect at all is that fats are necessary to help manage inflammation in our bodies, inflammation and anti-inflammation. The whole healing process combines the two. When we get hurt and something is hit on our body, what does it do? It swells, it inflames. It's bringing vitamins and minerals and blood and lymph to that area of energy, and that's the inflammation process. But we need to come out of that inflammatory process into an anti-inflammatory process, and that is the whole process of healing, inflame and anti-inflame. Fats feed those inflammatory and anti-inflammatory processes in the body. So because the standard American diet has gone so far off track with trans fats and unhealthy fats and and uh, you know, making fats that are for sale on the grocery shelf that are improperly uh, produced and dangerous to our health, our bodies can't manage inflammation well at all. 
and that's why we see so much disease. And last but not least, fats just make things taste good, and they satiate us. It's the satiety factor that I talked about. So those are the major roles of fat in the body, and I happen to think they're some of the major physiological functions that keep us healthy. I would completely agree. Um, I think, actually, you know, I've said it before, and I kind of have to, I think I have to say it again, that fats are so misunderstood, and yet Mm -hmm. they're absolutely incredibly important to our health. Yes. Yeah. So, and, and we're, okay, so we're here. We're hearing the truth about fats from one of the leading experts, Caroline Berenger of Immunutrition. Learn more at immunutrition.com. I'm going to spell that for you I M M U N I T R I T I O N.com, where you can pick up more great information, or culturednutrition.com to pick up some great products. Don't forget to enter our monthly giveaway. One lucky winner each month wins a fabulous prize. Enter to win at the right nutrition plan. Bla- rightnutritionplan.com. Just look for a quick link to giveaways on the right-hand side. We'll be back to continue with the fascinating topic of fats with Caroline, Caroline Berenger. You're listening to Eat Well to Live Well with me, your host, Kelly Hill. Better than an apple a day? An online membership to the right plan. With an on-the-go lifestyle, it can be hard to make our nutrition a priority. Kelly Hill was there. That's why the Right Plan Nutrition online membership was formed. Over the years, Kelly's worked on solutions that can make health and nutrition decisions easier, saving time and money. Find hundreds of fun, fast, exciting, healthy recipes for the family that everyone will love. A new recipe with video tutorial each month so you fully understand how to make what are sure to become your family's favorite foods. Great research on biased articles on nutrition, encouragement through the success stories of others, weekly support emails to help you continue reaching your goals, and so much more. Membership has its benefits. And with the Right Play Nutrition Online membership, the benefit is more time to spend with a healthier you and healthier family. Become a member today at therightnutritionplan.com slash membership. Everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and right plan. RightNutritionPlan.com Cleanse and detoxify your body. 28 Days to Better Health. Using nutrient-dense whole foods is the hot new book written by Kelly Hill. We're inundated daily with toxic compounds in our food, water, air, even our own metabolic process. This new book, Kelly leads us on that 28-day journey to better health using real, natural food. Experience with over 60 recipes to choose from. This is a cleanse that won't leave you bored. And while your taste buds are happy, you'll benefit from increased energy levels, an improved digestive system, a decrease in food sensitivities and cravings, minimizing aches, pains, and allergies. Begin your 28-day journey to better health and nutrition today by ordering your copy of Cleanse and Detoxify Your Body at therightnutritionplan.com slash book. Everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and the right plan. Rightplannutrition.com slash book. This is Eat Well to Live Well with your host, Kelly Hill. Have a question for Kelly? You can email her at eatwelltolivewell at therightnutritionplan.com. Now back to Kelly Hill. Welcome back as we continue at Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. 
I'm your host, Kelly Hill. We continue our discussion about fats with Caroline Berenger from Immunutrition. Find more information on her website, immunutrition.com. So I want to I want to shift just a little bit because one of the areas that people frequently ask me about are omega three fats because they've been in the news and every every doctor out there seems to be recommending some version of them these days. Um, but there's some confusion about how we talk about omega threes, omega sixes, omega nines, and how that relates to poly mono and saturated fats. And there's we have kind of different jargons going on all the time. So let's let's start with omega threes. What what's your what's your thoughts, and how do you how do you see this playing out right now? Uh, you want me to give examples of those fats? Whichever, whatever is easiest for you. Okay. Well, omega three fatty acids uh, they have three double bonds in them, and if you look at the the actual molecule, and they're the 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 just. Okay, let me go back because omega-3s and omega-6s, they are, we don't need much of them in the diet, Kelly, for them to pack a powerful punch. So what I'm seeing is people are going omega-3 crazy. And even a good, too much of a good thing can throw off balance in the body. So really we only need a small amount of omega-3s and 6s in the diet for them to do their job effectively and pack a powerful punch. So let's talk about some examples of omega-3 fatty acids flax seeds and flaxseed meal and flaxseed oil, whichever form you choose to get it in. Wheat germ in your diet, wheat germ oil, walnut, hemp, and some others like um, uh, fish oils. Fish oil is a, a, a great omega-3 fatty acid, but you want to choose those fish oils wisely, not the least amount of processing as possible. These, these types of omega-3 fatty acids, we should have a ratio of some say one ratio of omega-3 fatty acid to one omega-6. So a one-to-one ratio of omega-3 to omega-6. Some people say because of our modern lives and what the things that we're exposed to, we need a ratio of four to one with the ratio of four being omega-3s. So there are foods, you know, salmon is nice and fish. They're all full of omega-3 fatty acids. And these are things that you, again, you should never cook with fish oil. You should keep it refrigerated. Flax oil, you should keep refrigerated at all times. The same with walnut, hemp, and wheat germ. And flax seed, if you're going to use it in a smoothie and drink it right away, that's great. But when you ground flax seed into a meal, you're going to want to refrigerate it immediately and probably only grind up enough for a day or two. Or actually, I think it's best to just grind as, you know, on demand, what you're going to be using at that time. Please do not use flaxseed meal in baking. It rancidifies the good omega-3 fatty acids that are in the uh, the flaxseed itself. So um, yeah, this, this, this is an anti-inflammatory fat. So when you eat omega-3s and omega-6s in the proper ratio, either one-to-one or four-to-one, you will have good a, a good ability to anti-inflame in your body as the body needs to use it and, and make those things called prostaglandins. These are uh, substances in the body that manage anti-inflammatory and inflammatory processes. So the, that's pretty much what I want to say about the omega-3s. Is there anything else that I could add that you think that you can think of? No, that sounds great. Um, but let's, I, well, actually, let me, let me say, let's go one other spot. So people that are choosing to do fish oil supplements, what should they be looking for to make sure that they're getting a good, healthy option there? 
Well, I would say that you want to look for a brand that probably has been recommended by a, 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 a nutritionist or a doctor, and they that they know the source of the fish. So I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't buy my fish oil at the drugstore. I probably wouldn't buy my fish oil uh, online from someplace I don't know. I think it would be good to. Get your fish oil from fish if you can. Wild fish would be great, but our oceans are very contaminated right now, especially the Pacific. So, um, you know, I really don't know about eating fish right now. It's, 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 I'm on the fence about it. Uh, but I would say that if you're going to choose a fish oil, look for something that says unrefined. Um, look for something that is a recommendation by a medical or holistic professional. And... I wouldn't go for the big, you know, value things that these big health, what do you call those, shopping clubs and things uh-huh. that you go to. I don't even go to them, but I'm not going to name them on here. But yeah. I wouldn't, you know, if you if you can get fish oil in 10,000 capsules for $30, that's a problem. It's not going to be a quality product. And I like the free-flowing versions better than the gel caps. Uh, I would rather, you know, there's fermented fish and cod liver oil, and fish oil and cod liver oil are different, and most people don't know that. Cod liver oil has a higher vitamin D content and, and sometimes even a vitamin A content. So we take fish, or we take cod liver oil during the winter months when we're not getting sunshine, so we get more of that vitamin D. But fish oil has a lower concentration of vitamin D, and we should probably switch to that in spring and summertime. So fish oil, spring and summer, cod liver oil in, in the winter. But from a trusted source, I, I do love several things out there that maybe you can put up on the, the website, Kelly. Um, Perfect. Fermented fish oil in particular is, is one that people like, and there's different flavors too, so... Great. Okay. We'll make sure and get that taken care of. Uh, if you're just joining us today on Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill, we're discussing bats with one of the leading experts, Caroline Berenger. Connect with her at immunnutrition.com or culturednutrition.com. Remember, you can hear the show anywhere by downloading the free MP3 from iTunes or listen on my website, therightnutritionplan.com. Uh, so I ha- we have to get to a pretty, pretty sticky topic because we don't want to bypass it by any means. Let's just throw it out there. Is saturated fat as bad as we're currently led to believe? No, it is not. Uh, Saturated fats have been so unfairly demonized, and they are an integral part of our cell membranes, our hormone production, and so many other things, and uh, particularly the healing process in the body. Remember, we have to inflame first and then anti-inflame to properly complete the entire healing process. If we do not have the proper saturated fats from either organ meats, dairy, shellfish, coconut oil, palm oil, uh, beef tallow, you know, McDonald's used to fry their potatoes into french fries in beef tallow many years ago. Then they they switched to the unhealthy polyunsaturated fat that should never even touch heat, but it's in this huge boiler and at high, high, high temperatures. For days on end. (laughs) Yes, it goes completely rancid. Ghee, which is a clarified butter, uh, butter itself, goose fat, duck fat, chicken fat. Did you know that lard from a pig is 50%, pretty much 48 to 50% monounsaturated and 50% saturated? It's probably one of the best fatty acids besides butter out there to 
food and put in your diet. Again, you always want to find sources of animal fats and animal foods in your diet that are organic, no hormones, and no um, uh, GMO feed, genetically modified feed for the animal, that it ate its native diet. But again, these animal fats, like even uh, red palm oil is, and coconut oil are plant-saturated fats, but lard and goose, goose, duck, chicken, uh, and you can roast a goose or a duck and then take the fat and render it and put it through a cheesecloth and a fine mesh strainer, and then you can saute your potatoes with that. That is safe for cooking. And uh, ghee is delicious if you have a, a dairy allergy because butter does have some protein of milk in it called casein. So ghee is a cleaner um, butter product. It's a clarified butter product. You'll see it when you get lobster. They'll give you the clarified dipping butter. That's ghee really, basically. And then beef tallow, there's lamb lard, and there's uh, game fats, uh, you know, so some venison fats that we can eat. So these are traditional fats that have been consumed for thousands and thousands of years, and they keep us healthy, and they do not clog our arteries, unlike the polyunsaturated fats that are made to act as saturated fats. That's why saturated fats have become so unfairly demonized and um, because we're making fake fats out of vegetable fats that are acting as saturated fats, and that's the problem. So I now I live in an area where I, I actually had those wonderful sautéed potatoes uh, that you're talking about in goose fat for New Year's Day. And uh, I live in an area where I can find these things you know, rel- very easily, actually. Uh, for the rest of the, the area that doesn't have quite as good access to this, where do you recommend finding some of these types of fats? Well, you can go online. I know U.S. Wellness Meats, uswellnessmeats.com. You can buy lard there. You can buy tallow there. You can even buy lamb lard there and uh, chicken fat. If you have an Amish community near you, they'll have all those fats. You can make your own ghee. Just go online and Google how to make ghee, G-H-E-E, and it'll show you how to clarify that butter. It's very easy. I just put it in the oven. And about 150 to 200 degrees, let it melt, and eventually the solids, the white, the white protein solids in the butter will sink to the bottom, and then create a foam on the top. I put it through a fine mesh strainer with cheesecloth, unbleached cheesecloth, and I have this beautiful butter fat that I can use for cooking. Coconut oil is pretty much everywhere now, but just make sure you get unrefined organic virgin coconut oil. Uh, you can. Roast a duck or a, a goose, like I said before, and render the fat yourself. And if you can't find a duck or a goose in your town, I guarantee if you go to the butcher in your town, he'll get one for you. That's probably true. That's a, a good point. And if you need to know more about coconut oil, go back and listen to the show that we did on November 18th, 2013, with Dr. Bruce Fife. Lots of great coconut oil from him, of course. Uh, we have to take a short break. We've been talking with Caroline Berenger of Immunitrition. More information on her website, immunitrition.com. I want to spell that out for you, I-M-M-U-N-I-T-R-I-T-I-O-N.com. Catch this entire show as well as past episodes by downloading the free MP3 from iTunes or listening on my website, therightnutritionplan.com. 
or become a member at therightnutritionplan.com to receive nutrition counseling, gosh, I can't even talk, through weekly cooking videos, recipes, articles, forums, or a Q&A support. We'll be right back to find out how to put all this information together and give you some easy first steps to improving your health with good quality fats. You're listening to Eat Well to Live Well with me, your host, Kelly Hill. Cleanse and detoxify your body. 28 Days to Better Health. Using nutrient-dense whole foods is the hot new book written by Kelly Hill. We're inundated daily with toxic compounds in our food, water, air, even our own metabolic process. In this new book, Kelly leads us on that 28-day journey to better health using real, natural food. Experience with over 60 recipes to choose from. This is a cleanse that won't leave you bored. And while your taste buds are happy, you'll benefit from increased energy levels, an improved digestive system, a decrease in food sensitivities and cravings, minimizing aches, pains, and allergies. Begin your 28-day journey to better health and nutrition today by ordering your copy of Cleanse and Detoxify Your Body at therightnutritionplan.com slash book. Everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and the right plan. Rightplannutrition.com slash book. Want energy all day? Ready to lose fat without feeling deprived? Tired of complicated weight loss programs? Wish there was a way to lose weight without processed and unnatural food? It's time to jumpstart your metabolism in a healthy way, the Kelly Hill way. This easy-to-follow two-week fat loss program has a 100% success rate to date. It creates and maintains overall health while reducing fat. You'll have more energy, think clearer, feel better, and have lost fat. All while following the two-week menu plan of simple recipes that use real, natural food and include healthy tips for every meal. The two-week fat loss program is a clear, easy-to-follow plan that will help anyone get back on the road to optimal health. Order the Right Plan Nutritional Counseling two-week fat loss program today at therightnutritionplan.com slash book. You're tuned in to Eat Well to Live Well with your host, Kelly Hill. You can connect with the show by emailing Kelly at eatwelltolivewell at therightnutritionplan.com. Follow Kelly on Twitter at The Right Plan. Now back to Kelly Hill. Welcome back as we continue at Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. I'm your host, Kelly Hill. Today, we've been talking about fats with Caroline Berenger of Immune Nutrition. Next week, well, I'm going to be honest here. A listener noticed that I referenced my theory about balance in the December 16th show with Dr. Sanjay Jain, but I haven't ever actually discussed the three-legged stool theory on the air. Whoops, I made a little mistake. So I'm going to rectify my mistake, and next week, we're going to talk about the importance of balance. You can't out exercise a bad diet you can't control stress with just a good diet and you can't eat away your stress it's all about balance we're going to start next week with this theory and follow it up with experts in both stress management and movement to help you find your own personal balance 
Remember to enter to win this month's free giveaway. Wax Orchards has agreed to give away a four-pack case of their great product to a listener. And I'm adding to that a signed copy of the Right Plan two-week fat loss program. You can get them both for free just by signing up on the website, therightnutritionplan.com. Just look for the giveaway links on the right-hand side. And, of course, get more information about how to use fruit as a sweetener on last week's show. No, no, I'm sorry. That was December show, the December 30th show, or how to substitute sweeteners on the October 28th show. Now, let's get back to the truth about fats with Caroline Berenger of Immune Nutrition. So, how do we put all this information together to start making some changes? Where, what are some first steps? Okay. I think the very first thing everyone could do is open the refrigerator and look what kind of butter they're using. So let's take, for example, the person that's eating, I can't believe it's not butter. Well, oh, you better sorry. Can't yeah, believe that it because it's not butter. Yeah, yeah, that just kind of threw me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it, it's not butter. It's whipped up and made to act solid, those polyunsaturated fats, they've been damaged. I would not consume those fake butter products. I would go straight to a healthy butter. If you can, go to an organic butter. If your budget does not allow that, get a real butter product in the supermarket. Now, keep in mind, supermarket psychology, the better butters, say that fast three times, the better butters are on the lower shelves. The more processed products that are cheaper to make for the the, the manufacturer and the most unhealthy for the consumer are at eye level. That goes with pretty much any product in the supermarket. So the first thing I would do is switch out your butter. And then I would add in something like try try roasting a, a goose or a duck or something or even a chicken and learning learn how to render some of your own fat. If you're making bacon for breakfast, please don't throw that fat away. Use that to cook your eggs in. It's healthy. Our ancestors did it for year, thousands of years. It's not going to give you uh, problems with your cholesterol or your heart or your heart disease. Well, um, I, I happen to know, Caroline, you're about the same age as I am. Uh, most of us in this age group, we were always raised with our moms having a little jar or tin or something of those fats, you know, that they would, after cooking whatever it was, they'd throw it in this little tin, and that's what they scooped out to cook your eggs or whatever they were making. That's what we've always done. We just haven't always done it for the past couple, you know, maybe 100 years when uh, saturated fat was unfairly demonized. So um, so I would say that the butter would be the first step. Is And if you already are using a real butter, take it one step further. Go get some organic pastured butter. If you're already using that, then get the butter. Instead of getting in the grocery store, find the farm near you. Get local. You know, so at whatever step that you're at, Try to give yourself a little push to take it to that next level of, of healthy butter because butter truly is the most comprehensive uh, fatty acid on the planet. It's got all the polysaturates. It's got conjugated linoleic acid. Uh, uh, it's got uh, omega-3s, omega-6s. I mean, it is just a powerhouse when it comes to using uh, it for cooking. It's safe. You can spread it on things, eat it right off the spoon, put it in a smoothie, whatever you want to do. So I think that would be the first step. And then I think uh, one one little push for yourself is to embrace saturated fats and start with a plant-saturated fat or, like I said, uh, rendering some duck fat. Use that in your cooking and use it in your smoothies. Coconut oil is delicious in your smoothies. 
And I think also really, okay, I'm the same with fats and sea salts. I want different sea salts, some from salt beds from the sea, some from rock salt. I want different fats. So in my freezer, in my refrigerator, I have all different kinds of fats. I think I have just about every kind. You know, and uh, I think it's important to find a balance and have all of them in your diet. You know, have a few one day, have a few another day, and be conscious of what you're putting into your body. And and make sure you don't cook with any of the nut and seed oils. And that you only cook at medium heats with your monounsaturated fats. And then you can use your safest fats, your saturated fats, for cooking at higher heats and frying and things like that. So... Just uh, I wrote an article called uh, Safer Fats for Your Frying Pan, and it has a little guide in there that can show you what's safest, safer, and unsafe, and then never consume. So that might be something, I don't know if, if you want to put up, Kelly, or not. But well, Yeah, um, we'll connect to that as well, because I have to be honest, it irritates me the few times I sit down to those uh, cooking shows on TV, and they, they're th- you know, swirling extra virgin olive oil in it and, and heating it to a smoking point, and this is not healthy. No, and a smoke point just means that it's going to, that's for chefs and culinary uh, professionals are worried about smoke point because they don't want the oil or the fat to give a funny taste. And, and when it hits, when it gets to a, I don't care if it has a high smoke point. That means nothing to me. That just means it's used up all the antioxidants in the oil, and now it's going rancid when you get to that smoke point. So I really don't feel that smoke point should be a concern for anybody. I think we should need to look at the classifications of fat, stay away, keep the, you know, don't cook with those polyunsaturated fats, mild, light heat with the monounsaturated fats, and use the saturated fats that actually, you know, are, are safe for heat. And if you use a monounsaturated fat and a saturated fat together, it protects the monounsaturated fats. Saturated fats are protective. So they keep the monounsaturated fats, if you go to a higher heat with them, it protects them so they don't rancidify or it's called lipid peroxidation or lipid oxidation. So, you know, just make wise choices and take it baby steps at a time. And keep in mind, too, that coconut oil is thermogenic. It can actually help your metabolism and help you lose weight. So I know with the two-week weight loss program that you have, Kelly, I'm, I'm sure you mentioned coconut in the oil in there as well. Lots of coconut oil in there. You yeah. bet. A fa- fast way to lose uh, pounds or lose fat is definitely to add good fat in there. So, yeah. Okay, so our two, two takeaways today are going to be to check your butter, switch it out. And if, you, if you're moving along that continuum of health that we've talked about many times, we're all just taking one or two steps toward a little healthier, you, you know, rend, render your fat and then embrace some saturated fats. I love the idea of mixing it with monounsaturated if you're using the higher heats. That's a, a, a brilliant suggestion. So we've learned a lot about good and bad fats today with the help of Caroline Berenger. Again, you can read fantastic articles, learn more about healthy fats and cultured foods, find videos, education programs, and products at immuattrition.com or culturednutrition.com. Thank you so much, Caroline, for helping us all better understand the difference of fats and how to use the right ones in our meal plans. Thanks. This has been so much fun. Thank you, Kelly. I sure appreciate it. Remember, you can receive similar nutrition tips each week for free by signing up at therightnutritionplan.com. 
nutritionplan.com or become a member at therightnutritionplan.com to receive similar nutrition coaching through weekly cooking videos, recipes, articles, forums, as well as Q&A support. I want to thank Caroline Berenger of Immunutrition again. Be sure to visit her websites, immunutrition.com and culturednutrition.com. Don't forget to sign up for this month's exciting giveaway, a four-pack of Wax Orchard's chocolate sauce and a signed copy of the Right Plan two-week fat loss program. You can get them both for free by signing up on the website, therightnutritionplan.com. Just look for the giveaways link on the right-hand side and enter to be the winner so you'll be starting 2014 in the healthiest way. Remember, if you missed any part of the show, download the MP3 at iTunes or listen on my website, therightnutritionplan.com. Next week, we'll discuss how to find balance in your busy life, because when you eat well, you live well. So join me every Monday at 2 p.m. for Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. See you next week. Thank you for being a part of our show today. Live Well to Eat Well with Kelly Hill. You can listen to the program live every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Everything you eat has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and the right plan. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.